Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we actually do that, can I have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online, your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season, and we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs from basketball to the MLB to the NHL to golf to UFC and boxing. The fastest and easiest way to get your betting information, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games, available to play right from your own home. Get in on the action to and head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code believe b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts welcome back everyone to the benamari podcast for a break we previewed what we're gonna do for this week's show once again talking about the san francisco giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week but before we get into any of that I do want to recap how we did on the last episode Overall, the Giants were fine. They ended up going four and three. As for us, we did quite well for ourselves. In fact, we ended up having a very solid week because we thought the Giants would win three out of four against the Brewers, and we thought they would end up winning two out of three against the Pirates. They only won one out of three against Pittsburgh, but we did get one of the games right on Pittsburgh's behalf, did have Mitch Keller winning the game on Wednesday. So overall, ended up having a very nice episode. And we'll keep, hopefully we'll keep it rolling here. But the Giants had a decent week. Kind of hope they would do more against Pittsburgh. But they did win three out of four against Milwaukee. Impressive series there. And we got that right. So hopefully we'll keep it rolling. But to go through the actual schedule for this upcoming week, there is no Thursday game. So they have a day off. Then they are going to be staying at home as they have a three-game matchup, interleague matchup against the Orioles. Then they have a three-game road series in Coors. So for this episode, we have five games to go through, and we're going to be starting next week's episode with the Thursday series finale game against the Rockies, which is an afternoon game. So actually, you know what? Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's the plan. So we'll do the Thursday afternoon game uh, in the next episode. But we're going to be doing the three games against Baltimore and the first two games against Colorado in Colorado. And that will be the five games we cover in this episode. But starting off with the Friday game, you have a pitching matchup of Webb versus Kramer. And so far in this season, Kramer has been a bit hit or miss. I know he started the year really poorly. Then he kind of got back on track. Logan Webb, though, has been very solid, and Webb has a 2.75 ERA. And to go through his numbers lately, Webb has allowed one earned run or less in each of the last four starts. And Kramer recently has been fine. I mean, he's giving up usually somewhere in the realm of two to three earned. And as a result, he does have an ERA north of four in this season because he had a couple of really bad starts when the season began. But I do think it's a good pitching matchup. My first thought is the under in this game. However, I do want to lean to Webb here. I do think that Webb is the better starting pitcher. Now, yes, I know Baltimore's offense is better, so that's kind of the trade-off. But I do think that Webb has pitched so well lately 
He's really tough to fade at this point. And I do think you're going to be getting a pretty cheap price on Webb because of how much better Baltimore is in terms of record than San Francisco. So for me, I'm going to go with the Giants in the opener here. I think they'll get the job done. I do acknowledge the Orioles are 18-9 on the road. So they have been very good in opposing ballparks. But once again, Webb has been so good, and Kramer's been a bit hit or miss at times. I think the Giants get off to a pretty decent early lead, maybe a 3-1 type of score, and I think they might hold on at the end. But give me a low-scoring game of like 4-2, something like that. So give me the under and give me Logan Webb to get another win in the series opener on Friday. Then moving on to the Saturday game, you have a matchup between Cobb and Bradish. Now, Cobb this season has been a, a really just a pleasant surprise. He has a 3.05 ERA. The whip is a little bit high, and he did get shelled in his last outing against Milwaukee. Gave up four, uh, gave up seven runs in four innings. I believe he gave up seven earned in the first two innings, and then he get, had two scoreless innings there to wrap up the start. But the point is, he was not very good. Uh, yeah, he gave up three in the first and two in the second, and then he settled down after that, but the game was already over at that point. But Cobb has still been pretty good this season. The whip is a bit of, of a concern, though, because that does suggest that his numbers might not be sustainable, and he might be in line for some pretty heavy regression over the course of the next couple of months. But Bradish has been pretty good so far this season. He has a 3.89 ERA. Last couple outings, he's been particularly good. He got roughed up a little bit by the Yankees, won five innings, gave up four earned. But he has allowed less than two earned in three of his last four starts. I think I'm going to go with Bradish here. Simply put, Cobb, I acknowledge, has had a good year. But once again, the whip is concerning, and it does suggest that some of his good stats might be a bit of a fugazi. He's been really good at home, though. 1.8 home ERA, so I can't expect to see another low-scoring game here. But I do think I'm going to lean to Baltimore. I think they'll break through in what should be a close game against the bullpen, and I do think you're going to end up seeing the uh, Orioles even up the series. Now, Cobb has gone distance uh, in a couple of starts. He had a complete game against the Cardinals about a month ago or so, and he had a couple seven-plus inning starts. But he has gone less than four and a third in two of the last three starts. So I am a bit concerned about Cobb's recent performances in terms of length, and the Giants' bullpen has been a little bit spotty at times uh, this season. I'm going to go with Bradish and the Orioles here. I think it might be a low-scoring game early on, and then I do think Baltimore can break it open against the bullpen late, but I am going to go with another low-scoring game here. I'm going to link to the under, probably the first five under, but I do think Cobb could be in line to maybe struggle in the start after getting shelled the last time out against Milwaukee. So give me the Orioles in the second game of the series, and I will lean to the under, but I have a stronger play on Baltimore in that game. And moving on to the series finale, you have a Sunday afternoon game, and you have DeSclafani on the mound against Wells. And so far this season, DeSclafani's been okay, and Wells has been, uh, let's just say, a bit underwhelming. Uh, uh, his numbers are fine, but Wells is definitely capable of getting of getting blown up in some starts. He was good last time out, though. Six innings, one run against Cleveland. Got the loss anyway. They lost the game 5-0. Uh, but he did struggle against the Yankees start before that. Five innings, five earned. Five innings, three earned against the Angels the start before that. But he's been decent for the most part, but I have seen well struggle in years past, and I am a bit skeptical of his long-term, uh, I'd say, probability of success. But you're looking at Di Scalfani. And recently, he has not been that great. He was okay against Pittsburgh last time out. 
Seven innings, three earned. Did give did give up eight hits though. Start before that, five innings, four earned against Minnesota. Gave up seven runs, but only four of them were earned. So the last two starts are not exactly great. So he is quite vulnerable. And Wells has not been great either, giving up five, uh, giving up three earned or more in two of his last three starts. But I do think there is a little bit of value on the over in this one. I do think that each pitcher has been struggling a bit lately. And I do think after the first two games potentially go under, you might see a discounted total in this game. Maybe it's seven and a half, so we'll see. But I am going to link to the over in this game. For the sake of the actual side here, I think I'm going to lean to San Francisco. I don't feel great about it, though. Like, I do think it could go either way. But I do think DiSclafani is the slightly better pitcher. And at home, he's not been great. But in day games, he's been pretty good. So far this season in day games, he's gone 31 innings, 2.9 ERA. So I do think he can look decent in this outing. And I do think it's going to once again be a very, very close game. But Wells in day games this season has a 3.58 ERA, which is decent. But he's still been better at night. And on the road this season, he's been a little bit underwhelming, 26 and a third innings pitched, 4.44 ERA. But I do think that DiSclefani is slightly better than Wells, so I'm going to lean to the Giants in this game. I don't feel great about it, but I feel better about the over. I think you will see a surprising amount of runs in this series finale. But moving on to the next game, speaking of runs, time to transition over to Coors Field, and you have a matchup between Wood and Seabold in the first game taking place on Tuesday. I didn't mention that, by the way. So the Giants have an off day on Thursday, play a three-game set, then they're off again on Monday. So very, very weird scheduling spot there. Forgot to mention that. But anyway, they have a day off into the Tuesday game. And Wood so far this season has been, well, not great. He has a 4.8 ERA, and I've been a little bit critical of him so far this season. 1.6 whip. However, he was very good last time out. Didn't go much distance, but was still effective as he went five and two-thirds, gave up three hits, and only gave up one run. However, did walk five guys, so his command was kind of all over the place, but he ended up doing enough to get the win. Meanwhile, you have Seabold pitching for the Rockies. Not good this season. 5.94 ERA. Same exact whip as Wood, actually, at 1.6. And to go through the last couple of outings for Seabold, uh, not good. Four and two-thirds, four runs, three earned. Three and two-thirds, five runs, five earned. And four and a third, six runs, four earned. So he's given up at least... Uh, four runs in each of the last three starts, and it's in cores, and I think that's going to be a problem for him, especially since Seabold has a 5.4 ERA at home, so I'm not exactly sold on him as a pitcher, and I think Wood, even though he's not the greatest, I think that he is good enough to give the Giants the lead early on, and I do think that he might have found something potentially last start. He did walk five guys, which is a concern, but I do think that simply put Wood is the better pitcher here. I'm going to go with the Giants to get the job done on Tuesday, and I like the over in the game. Giants team total is probably my favorite play in this game. I think Seabold's going to struggle, and I think the Giants might tee off on him, but I can see a lot of home runs here, and I am going to go with the Giants to get it done. And moving into the final game of the uh, episode, going to be the Wednesday game, and it's going to be Logan Webb once again taking on Chase Anderson, who's actually had a nice revival to his career, as Anderson's been really good so far this season for the Rockies, and he's looked good in cores, which is a bit surprising. But Logan Webb, I've mentioned earlier in the episode how good he's been. 
The problem is it's in Coors Field, so you never know how it's going to how starters are going to fare once their off-speed pitches don't exactly work that well. Maybe the sinker doesn't drop as much. But I got to read off these stats for Chase Anderson because it's kind of remarkable how good he's been. So to go through the starts here, he's made three appearances with the Rockies. And in those three starts, he's given up a total of three earned runs. So he has an ERA of 1.31. And every start's been at Coors, and yet he has really not gotten in trouble whatsoever. So I think the Giants will be favored by a decent amount because Webb's been that good lately. My favorite play is going to be the under in this game. I think you're going to see a limited number of runs. But I think there's a little bit of value in Colorado here uh, with Anderson being this good so far this season. Now, the issue is going to be the Rockies' bullpen, which is a gas can. So maybe you can look into the Rockies' first five. But I do think there's some value in Colorado here because of how good Anderson's been. And when your ERA is 1.31 for the entire season, I got to at least point out that in Coors Field, he's been incredible. And I think that as a result, maybe Webb's off-speed pitches are going to result in some uh, trouble for him here. And I do think that the Rockies might be a pretty live dog to get the job done here. So give me the Rockies to actually win in an upset fashion in the Wednesday game to wrap up the episode. But once again, to go through my thoughts for the next five games for the Giants, I'm going to go with the Giants and the under in the Friday game against the Orioles. I'm going to go with the Orioles and I'm going to go with the under once again, lean to the under there into that Saturday game. And I am going to go with the Giants and the over, over is the main play in the Sunday game against Baltimore. Then for Tuesday, I'm going to go with Wood and the Giants. I'm also going to take the Giants team total over and fade Seabold altogether. And for my last pick of the show on Wednesday, give me the Rockies in an upset on the money line, and I will lean to the under in that game. I think the under is my favorite play but I do think the value is going to be pretty nice on the Rockies. So I am going to take that as a pure value play, but that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Ben Ray podcast. We'll back once again next week to do the same thing going through the games for next week, which will be the series finale against Colorado on Thursday, all the way through to the uh, end of the series against the Cardinals on June 14th. But until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.